0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Summer Heat Wave presented by Brodo Fantasy. This is where we take a look at all 32 teams in the NFL during the month of August. Before we begin, patreon.com slash brodofantasy is the website if you want to support the show. Some extras you can get on Patreon. You get an extra waiver wire show every single week. Access to the Brodo leagues. Does your league suck? Well, this definitely will not. You will be in a league with other Brodo community members. You get access to the Discord so you can talk your stuff with them. Also, there's a tier where we will follow you on Twitter so you can DM us. So the rest of your league can't see the advice we're giving you. Please visit brotofantasy.com. That is a one-stop shop for everything Brodo Fantasy. It features our exclusive stat, true throw value and true target value, plus rankings from fantasy pro experts Michael, Jason, and Tim Petrop. Waiver wires, start-sit advice. Everything you need is at brotofantasy.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for up-to-the-minute TD updates on game day and up-to-the-minute start-sit decisions and of course youtube.com slash brodo fantasy to see our lovely faces so without any further ado let's get it started welcome back to the brodo fantasy football podcast presented by brodo i'm your host tim patroff with my brothers the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness michael and jason patroff Yes, today is the first day for the NF Sizzle, and we are here in the summer heat wave. Um, of course, it's Tim Trop. With my brother, Mike Petrop, Ew. and my other brother, Jason so, Petrop. We are here bringing you the heat wave, and we are in the NFC now. Time to get to the New York Giants. The, the football Giants. That's right, the hometown team uh, in the NFC. So let's go straight to their offensive outlook and look at the coaching staff. Another year of Pat Shermer and Mike Shula, who Pat Shermer came over from, of course, the world champion Philadelphia Eagles. Their offense will obviously center around Saquon Barkley. I think that's obvious. Uh, last year, the Giants, 64% of their plays were passing plays. That's in the NFL, but only 3% behind the leader, so not a big separation. Um, 17th in total offense, 16th in points per game. This is a team that was kind of around the middle of the pack, even with OBJ last year. Um, so they will probably be a little more run def- dependent this year, but I can still see the amount of passes coming. So, I mean, you're not the offense might be a little hard to judge because you don't know how good Eli Manning or Daniel Jones will be, but you know that it's going to be a, a an offense that definitely revolves around Saquon Barkley. Yep. That could revol- revolve around passing. So let's go to the quarterback in our first position <clears throat> breakdown. Eli Manning is going to start the season, it looks like. Um, but you know that this is not 1992 anymore. When there's a young run- uh, quarterback waiting in the wings, it's time to start him. And I think the, the apology tour for the Giants, for sitting him two years ago, can finally end. And you could move on to the next guy. Within the season,
1: I honestly wouldn't even be surprised if Eli plays out the whole season. That would be a little nuts. Same here. Talking about like a Dave Gettleman run franchise. Yeah, it's an old style team. They actually think they have a chance. Yeah. It's absurd. <laughs> and for fantasy purposes, as bad as Eli Manning is, I'd prefer Eli Manning being there. Even if we don't, they're like four and seven, I feel like Dave Gettleman will be like, we just got to win out and we'll make the playoffs. Look, the Cowboys are six and four and they're in the wild card. Yeah. So we can do that. Yeah, but Eli Manning. You know what you're going to get, at least. You know he's going to be able to check down to Saquon Barkley. A lot. A lot. You know that Ingram and Shepard will get the ball. Tate will get the ball in the middle of the field. You're, there's a, a little bit of certainty there, even it's, though it's not a very valuable throw. It's he's pretty a- hilarious because there's some Eli truthers out there still, and one of the things they say is how high his completion percentage was on third downs, but his yards per attempt on third downs were are laughably low because of how many check downs, and his first down conversion is laughably low as well. So it's just people who have no idea what they're talking about. At this point, Eli's a QB
0: three. I mean, a backup in a two QB league. So one thing that Jason said last year that held up to be completely true. And one thing that I think is going to be again this year. Let's go to the weapons. Mm -hmm. Wide receiver. A lot of guys like Sterling Shepard. A lot of guys like Golden Tate. Now Sterling Shepard says best case scenario is going to return week one. Um, Golden Tate. Is, at the time of taping this, is suspended four games. Appealing the suspension um, could be down to two, but we'll miss some games. Corey Coleman, torn ACL. Evan Ingram is looks like the the, the biggest. They, they're talking about moving him to wide receiver. They're certainly signing a receiver at some point. They've been talking about they're
1: bringing Kelvin Benjamin in, someone Dave Gettleman drafted in the first round. So yikes. we'll not be surprised if yikes. Yikes, Kelvin Benjamin ends up in New York. What if
0: Dez gets to New York? Be, no, that would be that would be interesting.
1: You think Des wants to go play for the Giants if he's playing for the Cowboys his whole career? Absolutely. I mean, yes. That's a terrible ass
0: team. So? Yeah, but he gets he to, play wants the, to play the yeah, yeah, Cowboys twice. He's only
1: 29. That's crazy. Yeah, what happened to him, man? I mean, he slowed Injuries down. And shit, yeah, you no, know? well, just it's yeah. crazy.
0: Um, let's talk about the Giants wide receivers, though. Um, Sterling Shepherd. Uh I mean, I, I like him. He has a lot of he has a really good contested catch rate. Uh I think that he could be decent. Uh, Wide receiver three type in this system Uh, Same with Golden Tate Although they kind of play the same position What are your outlooks on the wide receivers for the Giants this year?
1: If I'm being honest I think that Evan Ingram Besides Barkley is the only piece I want I agree Uh, I think that Shepard He's being drafted as a wide receiver three Golden Tate a little behind him What are we going to get from these guys? A
0: lot of people are saying that Shepard's going to get a Shit ton of targets And look I just It could happen but I just don't see it being that
1: valuable I mean, we have true throw value to prove that. And Eli Manning was in the back 20s last season. He's probably going to stay the same this year around there. Shepard ended 37th. His throw value was also increased by Barkley taking checkdowns to the house for 80 yards. So, yeah, there's going to be some targets to go around. There's going to be good games here and there for Shepard and Tate. But if they're going to be spreading the ball around, I mentioned last year, I said when OBJ is healthy, you can't start Shepard or Ingram. When OBJ is out, that's when you can start Shepard or Ingram. So now you have another three-headed duo here. Uh, we don't know who the... <laughs> Three-headed duo. OB- <laughs> duo, that's funny. <laughs> we don't know who the OBJ is this year, but I think that Evan Ingram has shined, so I'm going to try I'll talk about him when we talk about tight ends. So one. let's
0: let's get into it. Tight ends, because I know... Uh, Michael, do you feel different about the wide receivers? or any wide receiver that you're targeting? I mean,
1: they're both way better PPR targets than they Definitely are half PPR. or standard. Standard, they're way worse than they are PPR. Shepard had 66 receptions last year. Tate, 77, uh, 74, I mean... Both the same amount of yards, four touchdowns each. They're except Shepard's twenty-six and Tate's thirty-two, which is why I give uh, Shepard the edge personally. I have Shepard as my wide
0: receiver forty-one. I mean, someone's so gonna have to I line up. I think out. that's reasonable in half yeah. PPR. You're saying in half PPR. That's a yeah. reasonable
1: spot. I'm not going into the season with Shepard in my starting lineup. Yeah, someone's me
0: someone's no gonna way. have to start outside, right? They can't all be in the slot. So, Kevin prob- Benjamin, wide receiver
1: two. <laughs> Darius Slayton, rookie wide receiver. Psych. I see people on Twitter like trying to get all join the Darius Slayton wagon. Come on, man. Come on. Talking about Eli Manning, quarterback and some fifth
0: round rookie. Come, come on. on. All right, that's a that's a come on. That's a long shot. Let's say it. Um true. Evan Ingram, though, not a long shot. I think he has a great opportunity to succeed this year. There's gonna be a lot of attention on Sterling Shepard, and there's gonna be a lot of times where the Giants receivers are not in a position to get open. Evan Ingram is the biggest, uh, he's the easiest throw. I think there's something to be said about Evan Ingram this year. I know Jason likes Ingram.
1: His rookie season, he saw 125 targets because of all the injuries. And I'm Mr. Don't Draft Rookie Tight Ends. He ended with 64 catches, 722 yards, and six touchdowns because he was thrust into a bigger role. If a rookie tight end is capable of doing that with a limited playbook, limited experience, you got to look at what he's going to be able to do when he gets that many targets his third year. Last year, without OBJ, he had 5.5 catches a game, 80 yards, and uh, .33 touchdowns. You're looking at a tight end one there, uh, higher up easily as well. Yeah, so I have Evan Ingram as my fourth tight end. I think he's more trustworthy than OJ Howard, Hunter Henry. Of course, only by a little bit. Those guys I like as well, but I like Ingram as my fourth tight end this year.
0: I would put a, I would put OJ Howard over him, but we're not talking about a big difference. Not a big difference. No.
1: Yeah, um, Michael, yeah. how about yourself? I have Ingram right behind Howard and Hunter Henry, but I I wouldn't blame you if you have Ingram over. I I I think Howard has a much better case. Henry just cuz of the injury and the targets there I I'd keep a uh, I'd see that being swapped but Ingram yeah I just I don't know how many shares of Ingram I'm going to own because if you want to grab him you're probably going to need to grab him 6th, 7th, 8th round, 8th round if you're lucky and he is stuck with Eli Manning and he is he has shown to be injury prone so if I'm getting a target in the middle rounds, a tight end in the middle rounds, I I don't want him getting hurt. That's a good point. I like Ingram this year. I'm probably not going to have him on any teams, except for I just took him actually in a full PPR league. So I'm not going to say I won't have him on any teams. But that's because he fell to like the sixth round or something like that. (laughs) I don't usually like taking tight ends early. But if it's full PPR, I know Ingram's going to see the targets in the sixth round I took him. He has an easy path to over 100 targets at least. I think
0: he's kind of that last guy where you can put a tight end in your... In your lineup and just forget about it because it's that top three upper echelon guys and then it's the guys like hunter henry oj howard uh evan Ingram, and then it's refrigeration i have but i would even put vance in like that uh, that next category where you he's your starter but you're gonna have probably have to stream some weeks um let's go over to uh the one injury away segment who's one injury away from being fantasy viable in this offense I don't think any of the backups
1: survival at all, so I want a different approach. I want Evan Ingram because, like Jason said, Ingram always plays better when there's an injury around him because he's forced-targeted the ball. There's no OBJ, so if Shepard remains out and Tate's suspended and Tate ends up getting hurt because he has some injury history in his past too, Ingram might just end up seeing 10 targets a game and end up being well worth his draft. I mean, uh,
0: 10, 10 targets a game, that's a lot of targets.
1: Jason? Um, Daniel Jones is one injury away from having some random DFS week
0: where he's going to run for like 100 yards and yep. two touchdowns. <laughs> the most underrated thing is Daniel Jones got legs. No one talked about it during the draft at all because no one really thought the Giants were going to take Daniel Jones. Dude the reporters got legs.
1: say Eli looks way better than Daniel Jones right now. He can't <laughs> throw.
0: Oh, you mean but Eli Manning looks better than the rookie out of Duke? Yeah, I'd say so. I hope so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> I mean, Fitz is slinging it too over Rosen. I don't, that's off topic, but we're talking <laughs> about old people looking
0: better than young ones. Um, Fitz magic man, gotta love Just that
1: like guy. me and Michael looking better than Tim.
0: Boom! <laughs> if you want to know for sure who looks better, then check us out on YouTube.com. Of course, it's BrotoFantasy. Broto Broto Fantasy. on everything. You could check me out on Instagram at Tim Patrop, but only if you're feeling real, real, frisky. real frisky. You could check My Michael Instagram, out on Twitter. I'm at at Mike underscore Patrop. Jason. Jason Patrop. And of course you could find us at BrotoFantasy on Instagram, at BrotoFantasy on Twitter, BrotoFantasy.com. You can find us patreon dot com slash fantasy. Please, if you found it in your heart to give us some support, please do. We could use it. We were trying a to go. A lot of
1: blood, sweat, tears, and money into this venture. Yeah, and we're trying to go completely independent
0: and help help you guys get fantasy championships as our job. So if it's you It's a can- labor of love, but a labor nonetheless. Facts. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Later. Later.